Hey, everybody, welcome to a Wednesday on Grand Fork's Best Source. Today, we wrap up our high school hockey roundup. Alex Robertson, East Grand Fork's girls head hockey coach in the studio today. We'll be talking with him in just a couple of minutes. Your show today, by the way, brought to you by Executive Properties. Are you still putting off that project around the house that's been bugging you forever? Do you think you can wait until spring and call a contractor and have the work done ASAP? Well, good luck with that. Executive Properties has openings right now to get that project done. In fact, you can check out their Google reviews. Diane says Executive Properties did a roof project and remodeled a bathroom in our house. We were happy with their quality of work, and the projects were completed in a timely manner. We will use Executive Properties for our next home project. Get that project done sooner than later. Call Executive Properties, 701 701- Three three zero one two seven three, And make sure you call Executive Properties now for your snow removal this winter, all right? Hey, if you have any questions or comments for Eastside Girls Hockey Coach Alex Robertson, our phone number here is 701-213-0863. If you don't want to call, you can always text the questions, all right? And he'll answer them the best we can. Uh, before we get going too much further into the show, let's do it. It is time now for our daily segment called Jokes My Neighbor Tells Me. Here we go. Jokes My Neighbor Tells Me. Uh, my wife left me today. Yeah, my wife left me. She said I put uh, sports ahead of our relationship. I mean, we were together for seven seasons. He's a tough one to crack, yeah. man. Uh, Alex Robertson, how are you, man? I'm good. Good. Thank you for uh, having me. Uh, first time I think I've met you officially. Correct. Um, I've heard of you and all of that kind of stuff. But um, uh, first, before we get going, um, I just had to throw this in there. Uh, World lost to Crookston last night, 2 nothing in yeah. girls' hockey. Yep. Your thoughts on that, man? Um, you know, it's it's one of two things, right? Is uh, is Warroad maybe a little bit down this year from where they've been? Mm-hmm. Or is it that Crookston's got maybe that good of a squad? Yeah. Um, yeah. We, had, we had scrimmaged them the first week, you know, where, you know, teams practice mm-hmm. for a week, and then we go to Detroit Lakes this year to go scrimmage, and they're fast, like yep. Crookston. Crookston's fast. they got a good squad, so maybe it's that, or I don't know. Mm-hmm. Maybe there's... A new king of the Section 8 here. Wouldn't that be? Up. Well, yeah. Huh? Uh, anybody but those guys. is yeah. all. I'll, I'll just leave it at that. Maybe their recruiting wasn't that good this year. Anyway, <laughs> um, tell us a little bit about yourself, if you would. I, I don't want to know anything yep. about hockey right now. Just tell, sure. us, tell us about Alex Robertson. Yep. So uh, born and raised in East Grand Forks. I graduated in 2011. Uh, went to UND, went for education. So now I'm back in town. I teach uh, social studies education, world and U.S. history at the mm-hmm. high school and coach three sports. I coach football, girls hockey, and boys golf. Wow. Yeah. Uh, you've always been a sports nut your whole life, I take it? Yep, pretty much. Yeah. yeah. Were you one of those kids that um, sport went into the next sport, which went into the next sport because you were in every sport you could be? You know what? Almost. Um, <laughs> okay. So this is kind of the thing that I preach about is I played football, played hockey growing up, but I didn't play a spring sport. Okay. I kind of wanted to rest or I wanted to lift weights. I wanted mm-hmm. to hang out with friends. And that's kind of one of the biggest regrets that I have is yeah. that you know I didn't go for track or I really didn't go play golf because you go go golf for free at all these like, yeah. nice courses for sure. high school and it's like why would you not want to go do that so um so when i like whether it be boys or girls in the high school if they don't play whether it be two or three sports i just try to advocate for join something right because right? you're with your friends you're with the group you get to have some memories and and you can't go back right yeah. and, and and you know there are some sports i'm not going to name them there are some coaches and, and it's very rare uh, that want their kids just playing that sport. Yeah. I mean, now with the world of summer hockey and yeah. hockey going 365 a year, but every coach yeah. I've had in here 
Yeah. They all want their kids playing other sports. There's there's other muscle memory than just hockey or right. football or or golf, but um, sports all yeah. year. Yeah. I mean, whatever you can get well, in. That's the only reason I went to school with sports. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Know? So you say summer hockey, but now I see like fall hockey is yeah. huge oh, yeah. and even spring hockey. So it is like almost all year round. And you know what? Some of our best athletes, whether they're boys or the girls too, that even play hockey, mm-hmm. they are playing football. They play soccer, sure. volleyball. Like you can see how like using different muscles in those other sports actually makes you a better yeah. athlete for maybe that hockey season. Then. Well, if we go back in time, back in my son's era with uh, Grand Fork Central, a guy named Jake Marto played for the uh, UND Fighting Sioux hockey team. Mm-hmm. Uh, he was Mr. Hockey, North Dakota. I think he was the voted the best baseball player and football player. Yeah. Um, all three sports, number one in the state. Uh, yeah. That tells you a little bit of something. Okay, uh, another personal question before we get into the coaching stuff. Favorite yeah. NHL team? Oh, if. If you know me, right, and people around East Side should know this because for a while it was a like a sticker on the um, back of my window for my truck. Okay, the Calgary Flames. Oh, which is Calgary, and, exactly right. Like why Calgary Flames? It's not a great story, but it kind of ties into the hockey part where. Um, First year Bantams, you know, back in the day, you'd bring mm-hmm. your Xbox. You'd have like a chill party in the hotel room oh, for sure. a tournament. Yep. So me and the goalie um, were playing on a team versus a couple of other people. And he wanted to be Calgary because of Mika Kippersoff. Oh, okay. And so we just like dominated throughout the entire night. And so I slowly started to watch Hockey Night in Canada when CBC was on cable. Yep. Yep. And yep. just slowly kind of became a fan. So now like. 15, 16 years later, yeah. I was thinking maybe like Lanny McDonald or Joel Otto or somebody would would turn you on to them. Not quite that old, yeah. (laughs) So this would have been like a Ginla, Kippersoff, that era. Yeah, I keep forgetting I'm an old fart. Um, (laughs) (laughs) Now, the coaching, is this something you always knew you wanted to do because you were an assistant with the Eastside Girls there for a while? Uh, Is this something, as soon as your sporting life was over or whatever, uh, and you were going to college or, or whatever, did you always think in the back of your head, I still want to do this? Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Um, so originally I wasn't going to be a teacher. And then when I knew I wanted to coach, I'm like, well, what kind of goes with coaching? It's usually the teachers. So kind of switched to education. But then, yeah, when I was 22, me and my, my buddy, we uh, started coaching PWBs together. And that might have been the most fun year I've had coaching because mm-hmm. it was new. It was kind of like finding what works and what doesn't work as like a coach versus when you were a player. And so I coached peewees for a long time and finally made my way up to the high school level. But I've always known I, I've always known I wanted to coach. Yep. Okay. Whether it be hockey, football, golf, whatever, right? I just love it. Um, this is a question uh, that I ask every every coach, uh, Alex. Um, in my life growing up, uh, some of my coaches were my biggest influence. Yeah. Uh, the people I probably uh, respected more than <clears throat> almost anybody. Um, was that the same for you? And, yeah. and, and is that one of the reasons why you're doing this? Because, I mean, let's face it, the, the three sports that you're coaching, there's mm-hmm. more to life than those three sports. And even when you're playing hockey... There's more to life than hockey yeah. than the game itself. Yeah. I've actually been blessed to coach with like some of my former coaches. Mm, yeah. So like for football, um, ones in particular, like Mike Mahar and mm-hmm. Roger Hansen, sure. they're still coaching football now and they were my coaches growing up. And so it's kind of fun to see like, not to say it this way, but like how the sausage is made behind like, yeah, the door. Yeah, right? exactly. You, like, you know what it was like when you were a player, mm-hmm. but now when you're coaching with them, it's like, oh, okay, there is a rhyme and a reason for why they did what they did or sure. what they're doing. So yeah, so those two in particular, but like Coach Oliver coached me with football yeah. and like I had Tyler as a coach who's the boys coach. Like I've had all those guys and yeah, they've made a big impact on me growing up and then now coming into my own as a coach too. Yeah, and it's always fun uh, when you get to run into an old coach mm-hmm. 
And now that you're going to start seeing this too, as, as you run into your old players, yep. um, it's pretty cool when they pick you out and they want to come and talk to you. I mean, you might run into them at a rink somewhere and they're with a bunch of their friends, but um, they want to come and say hi. And, and that to me uh, means a lot uh, yeah. because most of these people aren't going to be playing their sport after their senior year. Uh, and to have an influence on them yeah. for the rest of their lives, that, that, that's something they can never take away from you. Um, what was it like starting out this year uh, as the head coach? Um, I mean, you were kind of, you know, you were eased into it a little bit, but are, are your coaching, was your philosophy and, and the way you coach any different than the last coach? Did you change a lot of things, or how was the transition going for you? You know, like, Coming into it, you think like, all right, I could probably do this. Like you kind of maybe know what you know, Mm -hmm. but then once you get into it, like you start to figure out what you didn't know. And there's a lot of stuff. Like I give a lot of appreciation to all head coaches because there's so many things behind the scenes that goes on, even like during the season, but especially off the season that you got to prepare for. Mm -hmm. And so I'm actually fortunate enough to have our former head coach also stay on the staff. Oh, okay. So we actually kind of just swapped roles. He's still the assistant. I'll be the head or I am the head. Um, so he has been more than helpful to just like, Hey, this is what, you know, maybe you should do here. This mm-hmm. is how to do mm-hmm. things. So yeah, Brian Larson has been, um, a huge help for me coming into my first year as a head coach. So, so besides Brian and you, do you have any other assistants? Yep. Um, Chelsea Grassel. Okay. Coaches yep. with us too. She's been there for a number of years. Mm-hmm. Um, and then Josh Beck too. Okay. He helps coach the JV with her. So yeah, and, we and got a good staff. Now are, are you, you mentioned, um, you know, kind of, they say, well, maybe we should try this or that. Are, are you, you're open to any of your coaches saying, yeah. Hey, maybe we should, this might sound dumb, but yep. maybe we should try that. Absolutely. So they get to see what I don't see. Mm-hmm. Um, whether it be like running some drills or kind of being on the bench, like you kind of have some blinders on because like you're trying to focus on certain things and they get to kind of see the outside stuff or they got, they get to hear the things that you don't necessarily pick up on. So a lot of times, whether we're in the coach's room in between periods or after practice or something, they'll just kind of mention something. So I get to hear it. And then obviously, you know, if there's a decision to be made, I'll make it. But yeah, it's, it's the stuff that you miss that they pick up. That's extremely helpful. Are you coaching has changed. The game has changed. It doesn't matter what sport we're talking about. Analytics is a big word now. Mm -hmm. And, and I haven't asked any of the coaches this yet, but do you lean on analytics? The reason I ask this, I used to argue with my brother-in-law about baseball, the twins. They should have tried a suicide squeeze. It's like, there's a reason they don't. Why? It works. And I go, no, it doesn't. That's why they don't. They analyze all of this stuff. They've got all the numbers it works one out of 50 times, but, um, you know, are analytics a big thing or not as much as maybe you think? Yeah, well, hindsight's twenty twenty, right? Like, sure. when things are done, it's like, mm-hmm. well, we should have done that. Um, it is and it isn't. Like, when you look at PK and power play, mm-hmm. like, if you look at your percentages, then it gives you an indication, right, is the power play working or is our PK kind of bad, right? You find that yep. out. Um, or even looking at like line combinations of mm-hmm. like who's producing, who's not. Sometimes that, but I'm a big believer of the feel of the game. Yeah. Like, yeah. You, like the motions play a factor. Attitude plays a factor. Mm-hmm. Like you, you can't look at a score sheet and be like, all right, you know, this is what they should have done when, when you're on the bench and you can feel something. Mm-hmm. It's like, okay, let's mm-hmm. go with your gut. Yeah. Um, upperclassmen, uh, are they a big help for you? Absolutely. Our captains are phenomenal this year. Um, so I've met with them a few times in the school. We kind of have a flex hour where they can come in and kind of chat with me. Um, and I kind of stole this from 
my senior football coach, Coach Oliver, mm-hmm. who used to meet with Scotty, us. Scotty, great guy. Yeah, 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 absolutely love him. He uh, he would used to bring us in on the lunch hour and feed us Happy Joe's pizza and oh, talk yeah. to the football yeah. captains. Yeah. <laughs> and and I now that like I kind of know what coaching is about, like I figured out what he was doing. He mm-hmm. wants to know what the locker room vibe is. Exactly. You know, like you're separated a little bit, so you you want to have your ear to the ground in case there's something going on. And so like meeting with captains just for a lunch hour or whatever, just to kind of get what they think is going on, gives you a better idea of what maybe you should be doing as a coach. So meeting with the captains sometimes and just feeling them out is perfect. But mm-hmm. they they are 100% helping me out in every way possible that they can. So like I'm not trying to lean on them too much. But when they say, like, can we do anything? I'm like, yeah, you actually can. Like, here's some stuff that would make my yeah. my job a little bit easier. I so. mean, I mean, you want to be friends, uh, yep. not to the certain extent, at least till they're done playing, their, yep. their careers are done. Uh, but you also want them to be able to not be afraid to come up and talk to you yep. uh, and not be afraid. To, it, it might be, you know, this might sound dumb, coach, but mm-hmm. um, that's a huge thing uh, yep. when, when they can come up and, and, and even confide in you. And, and maybe it's not about hockey, but um, life in general. Yeah. Well, most of them I have in class, too. So oh, I'm sure. also their teacher. So yep. it's like yep. I had them freshman year. It's been a few years. So, like, we're very comfortable with each other. So, no, I, I feel like we have a pretty good relationship where if there was an issue, if there was something, they they wouldn't be scared to come to mm-hmm. me about it. So, All right. Um, Alex Robertson, East Grand Forks girls hockey coach in the studio. We're going to talk about this year so far in just a minute, but uh, let's talk a little bit about Moe's Cafe right now. Boy, I tell you what, his daily dish today looks incredible. It's a blue cheese stuffed brisket burger. Oh, I can hear my arteries hardening right now. Topped with bacon on a brioche bun with Moe's crispy fries. Only $12 today. Check it out. Your Moe's Cafe in the Grand Cities Mall. Not your ordinary everyday food, that's for sure. You're absolutely going to love it. Alex Robertson wrapping up our high school hockey roundup. He's the head hockey coach of the East Grand Forks girls hockey team. Um, we were talking a little bit about numbers. Um, it seems like there's good numbers in the girls program over at East Side right now. Yeah. Um, this year for the high school team, we're a little bit low, but the 12U team that's, um, you know, kind of feeds mm-hmm. in a little bit to the high school, they actually have enough to make the two teams again this year for 12U oh, and nice. 12UB. Yeah. So, Super awesome that a lot of girls are joining. Um, this year we did the girls try hockey again uh, at the mm-hmm. beginning of the year, trying mm-hmm. to get some more girls interested in hockey. And so a lot of the moms or anyone put a lot of work into that. So um, it was greatly appreciated to try to help grow the sport in the east side. You know, a lot of people don't realize that, but you you hit you hit at the word I was looking for, Alex, uh, when you said feeder. Um, you know, people don't realize that youth hockey, I mean, okay, I'm going to look at the lights as being a feeder program for the squirts. We're going to be a feeder to the peewees. We're going to feed the bantam and blah, yep. blah, blah until we get there. But um, I like that the fact that you think about this because a lot of people, they're just programmed in on the high school program, especially fans that might not know any better. But there could be a coach sitting in that bench going, God, what are we going to do in three years from now? You know, what yeah. are we going to do when all these girls are gone? And, right. and you have to be thinking about that kind of stuff. Um. Five three and zero so far this year. Uh, lost to Ferguson in, in a one to four game. But um, your thoughts on the season so far? Um, I think uh, my thoughts so far is that we got a good group in the locker room. Um, we just got to make sure that we show up every day, mm-hmm. um, whether it be for a game or practice or what have you. Is the fact that we need the same effort and attitude every single day. Um, so the Fergus game, I thought we came out kind of slow right away, mm-hmm. um, and they got a good squad, so sure. nothing against them. I mean, they, they play the game right, and they play fast, um, but I don't know if we put our best effort forward 
coming into the game right away. And then we got knocked on our heels. So it's like, all right, now we got to play a little catch up. So, um, but when we played against uh, Bismarck Legacy, I thought mm-hmm. it was maybe our best game of the yeah. year so far. Like Now, is Minnesota girls, is that two-tier, two classes, or is that just yep. a single? Yep. Okay, so when you look at your losses, I mean, Rozo, they must be the, the double-A. Double A. Uh, Fergus, are they double-A? Nope, they're single-A. Okay, they're they just are single uh, a. six-A. Yeah. Okay, okay. Uh, Bemidji? Double-A. Okay. Yep. So, I mean, you guys actually started your season out playing – Better teams than you're going to see, you know, during yeah. a regular season. Yep. Uh, and what a great way to start your year. Uh, a lot of the coaches do that around here. Yeah. Let's go play the tough teams first. Right. Yeah, I know because, like, the boys program, they usually try to make that uh, sweep or play those kind of, like, maybe state caliber teams like Matamita or St. Cloud mm-hmm. Cathedral they've done. So, yeah, it's kind of fortunate for us to play Rose and Bemidji right away just to kind of get a feel of, like, all right, here's the pace, right? This is a quick, fast game that we got to get used to. So, yeah, no. Um, with the schedule. Key losses last year and new faces this year. Did you lose uh, any studs last year? And, and who can we look for this year? Yeah, so um, one in particular, Kara Ellis, uh, she mm. was playing on that top line with uh, Blake and Maggie. She uh, she produced quite a bit last year that we kind of had to find someone to fill. Um, and we've had a couple people rotate through that. Right now we have uh, Madeline Jamison playing with uh, Blake and Maggie. Um, but we've got a couple good new girls that came from the 12U program last year that played quite a bit of varsity minutes. Oh, wow. Um, some at the D end. So Brooke Hecht and oh. um, Kira, they both played quite a bit of varsity minutes that are fresh from the 12U. Um, most of our girls, though, um, are kind of either a sophomore or younger. We, we got about three seniors on the team, um, about six or so juniors, but everyone else is a sophomore or freshman or maybe an eighth grader. So pretty young squad. Um, goaltending. Yeah. Um, you know, and again, this is something I ask everybody. It seems like when you go up to the bigs, you know, the goaltenders are a dime a dozen, not that way in high school hockey. Um, is goaltending, has that been tough for you or how are your goalies? Yeah, a little bit. Um, right now, Britlin is our starting varsity goalie. Uh, she's solid. So okay. I would say for the varsity part, we, uh, we got her and, and we're very fortunate that JV, we, we kind of struggle a little bit. We were low in numbers. So sometimes it's a struggle just to make sure we have enough, but, um, it's, it's, it's a tough spot to play, right? No one, no one like comes into like hockey thinking they're going to be the goalie oh, right, right away. Yeah. So unless you play from your beginning on all the way up to high school, like sometimes you just can't just put on the pads and go play a game. Yeah. Right? I mean, so, you could have a, you could stand on your head one game, but the next five, you yeah. might suck. You yeah, know? <laughs> exactly. And you're never going to be the hero and you might be the villain in some games so sure yeah it's it's tough i feel for the goalies and i especially feel for goalie parents yeah you got it just right when my kid uh, was first starting to play back then uh sometimes they would put the pads on you know when they were tiny tiny mites or whatever but Mm -hmm. um he wanted to be a goalie just because you didn't have to go sit a shift you know there there wasn't a line change he was out there the whole time and, and i kept telling him you're not going to be well, you can't yep. say that, but it's one um, way to sell it, though. Yeah, and, yep. and some of my best friends growing up were goalies, yep. um, and they are unique people. They they're are. they're a little different breed, yeah, uh, in a good way. <laughs> but um, yeah, and, and I'm glad he wasn't. Yep. Now, you guys used to do. I think it was um, a game against the Night Riders. It was is it a, a cancer related? Yeah, in years past, it's been that. Um, so talking to Kelly at the beginning of this year, mm-hmm. um, he called me about a few weeks before the season actually started. Um, and talking about that, uh, I'm trying to remember there was a mom or somebody that kind of helped organize it quite a bit. Okay. Um, I think she had stepped away. Okay. So, um, just talking as two new head coaches in the programs sure. and trying to get this thing and, and you got to do it right. If you're going to do it, like, don't kind of just do it halfway, like do the full thing. So, 
Um, I thought we were going to kind of step away from maybe doing it, taking a hiatus and try to do something next year. But um, I believe the Central and Red River coaches maybe are trying to organize something okay. in which we're going to par- participate too because sure. they always play afterwards. Too. Okay, sure. Uh, I see your next game uh, at home against Thief River Falls, mm-hmm. my my alma mater. Um, yeah. uh, do you know anything about the Prowlers, Prowler girls? Well, we also scrimmage them too. Okay. And so, yeah, they got a couple of good high-end uh, forwards mm-hmm. that are fast and quick and uh, can kind of outmuscle the other defensemen towards the net. So they got a good squad. Um, we looked at a couple of their scores. I think they're probably comparable to us. Mm-hmm. So when we play, it should be a very good game. Um, but yeah, it's it's just a rivalry game, right? It's like it's East Side versus Thief. Yeah. It's East Side versus anyone in Section Eight, right? It's, it's, yeah. it's yeah, especially the the Thief World East Side. Yeah. It's always those three. Um, Bobby Hewitt is he still? Is he coaching over there? Bob Hewitt with the girls? Do you know? Uh, I'm not sure. Okay, yeah. I, I played with him long, okay. long, long, long time ago. So, yeah. um, um, do you ever have uh, an issue with? And, and I don't think it's as bad as it maybe was a couple of years ago. Um, but let's face it, the locker rooms aren't the same anymore as it was when I played or when you. Played. Or, yeah. or today's date um you ever have any parent problems um i know that, that some guys have stepped away from coaching because of it yeah. um I, I know it's getting harder and harder to find like baseball umpires hockey referees uh, because of parents how they can i mean all they gotta do is open their mouth one time and you can wreck a whole day right but um is that ever been an issue with you no i've actually been blessed with some really good parents um whether it be now coaching with the girls or even when i was coaching peewees at the youth level or anything uh more I've found this to be true. More parents want to help Mm -hmm. than actually hurt. Mm -hmm. And so they'll reach out. A lot of them have my number. They'll text, like, hey, can we do this? Um, We have Nicole Coastal right now is kind of our parent rep, and she's Mm -hmm. doing so much work um, with even helping with our raffle fundraiser kind of stuff or getting some food for the girls after, like, games or stuff. Um, So I find that parents actually do more justice than they do sure. like, harm against sure. us. But yeah, is there going to be a parent every once in a while that's going to disagree with you? Absolutely. Of course, of course. I, and, you know, so this is one thing too, and I get this kind of from Ryan Koselski, who's the head football coach. Mm-hmm. Um, when you establish trust within the parents, they realize that you have their their child's best interests at heart. Sure. So you're not trying yeah. to hurt them. You're not trying to like cause them stress. You're not trying to do anything like that. You're just trying to help them grow, whether it be into an adult or better player, or whatever the case may be. Like you're trying to be on the same page with the parent, not trying to parent them, but coach them. Mm-hmm. And so when you establish that with the parents, I think whatever you do, no matter if they view it as a one way or the other, they're going to trust you in whatever that is. So, you know, I, um, I, I, it was put to me this way one time by uh, an ex hockey coach that I was interviewing actually in the hallway of the locker room before the game. And I said, are, are, are your guys ready? Are the men ready? And he goes, well, he goes, sometimes they're act like 16, 17, 18 year old men. He goes, sometimes they come in here and they act like nine year old boys. Mm-hmm. You just never know until they drop the puck. But it, it, and especially with girls, I don't know, but um, is that kind of a hard thing to deal with? or, or A little I, bit. Um, so I've always coached boys, right? Mm-hmm. Football or peewee hockey or even golf. Like I've always had boys and now coming to the girls hockey program, it's like there were things that were just kind of like eye-opening to mm-hmm. me. And I, and I asked Chelsea Grassle this, who was our assistant coach, Mike, is this a girl thing or is this this team kind of thing? And she's like, well, it could be both. Yeah. Um, one yeah. thing that caught me <laughs> off too is just, so we'd get off the trailer after an away game if we had a, like a school bus and girls would just grab random bags, like mm-hmm. not their hockey gear. Oh. Nope, the random bag and bring it. And I'm like, wait, why are we doing this? Why are we just grabbing, grabbing random bags? And apparently it was, well, it's faster so we can get in the locker room, we throw it down and then you go find your bag. Okay. I'm like, 
all right, is okay. that a girl thing? Or is that our <laughs> team thing? I, I couldn't figure it out. And you know what? They haven't changed it. So I was like, you know what? If it's not broken, don't try to fix yeah, it. Yeah, you just uh, do like I do to my wife. Yes, dear. It uh, doesn't matter. Yes, dear. <laughs> just go just, with it. Whatever. Um, you know, we hear about this all the time, uh, more and more. And I mentioned uh, World getting beat by, by Crookston. Um, recruiting, I, it sucks. Um, there are schools that can get away with it. Uh, I know a Fargo boys high school team over there, but they're a private school. They can yeah. do that stuff. But um, there's ways around it. I don't know how exactly, but um, what do you think when somebody's going to pick up and move uh, so their kid can play girls high school hockey? Because yeah. the way I look at it is if you're good, it doesn't matter what your team is uh, or how good your team is. If you're a good hockey player, yeah. they're going to find you. But your thoughts on this whole recruiting yeah. thing? Um, I. I don't agree with it. Mm-hmm. Uh, I believe that you should play with the people that you grew up with, right? Like, Played here their whole lives. Because you know, that's where your memories are with, yep. right? Like, yep. Those are the people that you like grew up playing with, and that's kind of your people. Um, but I come from a different standpoint than parents. you know. So like, if you're a parent and you see your kid and, and you want to give them every opportunity possible, possible like you yeah. probably would want to do that. I just... It hurts the game, I believe. Mm-hmm. You I, know, I when agree. you make these super teams, mm-hmm. whichever team you want to think of, like you make these super teams, and it's like... It's tough. It's yeah. tough for everybody around to just compete with that. It's, sure. You know, like as an all-star team playing in the NHL, it's like it's not yeah. fair. Yeah. So, no, I don't agree with it, but I, I understand that from a coach to a parent, the perspective is different. Okay. Um, it was funny because uh, Kelly Kilgore asked me some questions when I had him on, and uh, we were talking about um, favorite concession stands and which yeah. rink, and I said East Grand Forks. Uh, you were Very mentioning good. parents, and yep. I believe it's the parents that are running the concession stands. Correct, but yeah. um I'll, I'll intentionally, it's like uh, my old man when I was a kid and we, and we had the church potluck, he, I starve, he'd starve me for a day, so we got our money's worth. Mm-hmm. But um, I won't eat all day before I do a game at the Civic Center because I know their food is so good. Yeah. Oh, it's so good. <laughs> um, Paul does a really good job, and all the parents that help out with it, too. Like, uh, And that's one thing about our parents on East side. They volunteer at the concessions and the penalty mm-hmm. box and do the book. And they, yeah. and they do all that stuff. And so they really do a, a great job like helping out to make this thing run. But I will say, growing up, and I don't know if it's still the same now because I thought different people run it, but that Roseau Memorial concession stand okay. was the best. Like the warm turkey sandwiches yeah, that they had there. Okay. Yeah, that yeah. was that was the best. Yeah, it's been since the early 80s yeah. since the last time I was in that rink. So um, I'm going to ask you one more question, and I'll cut you loose because I know you got to get back to teaching. But mm-hmm. um, um, you got any big holiday plans coming up? Um, like personally or with sure. the team? With, with whatever. Well, uh, not really. Most of my family's still in town. So usually we do, mm-hmm. do stuff here. Um, but actually like right after like Christmas, a couple of days, we play a game. And then after that, before New Year's, we actually go to Bismarck and make a sweep out there. So, oh, the West coast y- sweep. Yeah. yeah. So <laughs> no, I don't got too, uh, big of plans for Christmas. I, uh, usually save my Christmas shopping till about the 23rd anyways. Oh, too, sure, so sure, that's maybe sure. more of my Christmas plans yeah. is figure out my niece and my nephews what to get them and get that done with what do you do in your off time because it doesn't sound like you have a whole lot of it uh not a whole lot i i watch a ton of hockey yeah like, i'll go so like the 12 you have watched a couple of their games but i used to coach peewee so i'll go watch their games mm-hmm. i watch the boys games um i still like to work out though too and so yeah. like i'll hit the gym all that kind of stuff but i don't know like most of what i have to do is involving either coaching or teaching sure. of some sort sure yeah um you act like you are enjoying it yeah. Oh, I love coaching. Yeah, I really you can do. tell. Yeah. You can tell. It's it's, uh, it's the most fun, stressful thing that you will do. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Like, I, I've, I've heard it put that way. Yeah. Similar to that. Yeah. So like trying to like deal with lineups or who gets to play where or like you know the things that it's 
it's not fun to make a decision about because you know you're going to hurt somebody's feeling. Yeah. But like when you get down to it, like you love just being part of the team. And this is, and I tell the girls or the boys in football or whoever, like I would pay so much money to go play one more meaningful game. Yeah. Whatever sport it is, just to actually do it again. Enjoy it while you can. Yeah. So I can't get it back. And the closest thing that you can do is get back into coaching. Mm -hmm. You know, it's funny, especially with hockey coaches. um, I'll I'll use, I'm just going to use Grant Peronica, Grant Fork Central coach as as an example. And you think, yeah, guy's been coaching. He's probably been coaching six, seven years. You know, they've been coaching for a long time. And and you just don't realize that Mm -hmm. that much time has gone by. and, And it's for the fact, because... Well, let's face it, you're not getting rich being a yeah, high school hockey no. coach. It's for the love of the sport. Exactly. Um, and, and it's because of guys like you that the yeah. sport keeps growing and getting yeah. better and better. Um, appreciate you coming in, man. Yeah, thank uh, you. And wish you a great holiday season, a great hockey season. Um, if I didn't have that game, I'm going to have to come and watch you guys okay. maybe uh, one of these games. But Absolutely. Uh, again, thank you for coming in. Uh, there we go, Alex Robertson, uh, head high school East Grand Forks girls hockey coach. I tell you what, if you want to see their next uh, home game, they're going to be at playing Thief River Falls uh, a week, uh, well, about a week away, Tuesday, December 12th. Uh, they'll be at the East Grand Forks Civic Center at 730. If you want to go check them out, uh, do that. want to give a shout-out to Northwest Tire for bringing you today's show, too. You know what, for tires or maybe you need some work done on your vehicle and more, Northwest Tire on Gateway Drive, check them out. North Dakota's largest tire dealer. Family owned, they have been for over 40 years too. From big to small, Northwest Tire, they do it all. Find all the big name brands Toyo, Nakian, Bridgestone, Firestone, and more. Call them up 701 780 8473 to schedule your next appointment. Northwest Tire, they're on Gateway Drive and Grand Forks, helping you get the perfect tires for whatever you drive. Hey, tomorrow, uh, or wait, coming up here later today, 2 o'clock, big screens and TV streams is on, and they're going to be talking about Christmas movies, I believe. Uh, tomorrow on Dirty Thursday, brought to you by River City Speedway. We pay tribute to the late Donnie Mack with a replay of our visit with him in June of 2021. It was a very special show, and it's basically we're going to play it back by popular demand. A lot of people have been asking for that show, and it just so happens to be it'll be played on the date and time of Donnie's funeral. Make sure to catch this show, all right? And remember to like, share, tag, and follow us. Hit that notification bell on your smartphone to never miss a show that way. Grand Cities are awesome. Grand Fork's best source is giving them an identity again.